This is the Polytechnicast, and I am Rob Stenzinger, and I like to reflect on topics that matter to me here. It's my verbal journal. It's it's a place to to think about uh, creativity, stuff I make with writing and games and user experience design and all that, or visual storytelling, all kinds of things, right? Um, I hit record, though, right now, specifically to think about this this thing that um, has perplexed me at different times. And I have a simple thought suddenly that occurs to me. This happens sometimes when I think of a question. And um, sometimes the, the simple thought, is it feels useful enough to carry with me. So I wonder sometimes, working at large organizations, why we don't always remember things that would be helpful that we remember. Like, why do, why do they seem to forget lessons? Why do we forget, when we're part of large organizations, things that would be super nourishing to a current project? That's, it's just gone. It's not there. Someone else may have done something super related that it would be neat to have a conversation with them, and they may still work at the company, but it's it may as well not exist because these connections, this awareness to even go do that that exploration only come from great effort and investigation sometimes. And, and which is counterintuitive. You think, well, large organization, we should have the resources to um, remember to remember and then make it possible to find and then dig into and then at least get to that step of reading or conversing or something pretty fast. But almost anywhere I've, I've worked, it's, it's, there's a lot of like journalism, journalism and, and investigation to find out who knows what and, and what happened on a project and stuff like that. It's just kind of wild. You have to sort of recreate the knowledge. All right. But then it occurs to me that, um, well, in some well, memory is a is a flexible thing. When we remember, we are actively uh, asking our brain to reconstruct a story, right? And so, even as individuals, like we have to somehow, in order to have at really close at hand, uh, like detailed memories have to be repeated as some kind of story. And then it's close at hand and we're ready to share it. When someone says, like, what's the, um, I mean, let's say you're in an interview and someone says, well, well, why do you do what you do? Or how would you um, bring value to this company? Or what brings you to us and draws your attention? What have you? And you don't have to have like a perfect memorized line for line pitch or story, but those those key uh, navigation points and ideas that that make it all uh, come back to you. And and that takes work as an individual. And if you're if you're practicing a little bit and in reminding yourself at some times, you're doing some kind of repeating of that story, and, and that's what I think makes it available, right? So then what if then 
if as a group or in an organization to have a story available, it's got to be repeated. So what does that mean? Does that mean every meeting, everyone, or, or in, in public spaces and, and uh, knowledge exchanges, wikis, corporate intranets, what have you, like people are constantly saying, this is what I did. This is what I did. Well, yeah, this is what I did. And then not connecting, right? I don't think that would work. So in order for an organization to have memory, I think you have to repeat other people's stories. Dun, dun, dun. Anyway, I don't know if that hits you like it hit me. But like repeating other people's stories means now there's an, an, a knowledge of a collective experience, that's something that does pertain to this group, this institution, the organization. It's bigger than an individual. It includes individuals, hopefully, but it's then... Um, it's carried forward, right? And some of those get carried forward, you know, some places where you work, something like you can ask what gets celebrated or what gets punished. And um, like the opposite of celebrated, sort of uh, negative stories that like what do people talk about? Like, oh yeah, that's the, remember the time that we didn't have that budget control and then people made a wild choice and did this other thing that really harmed us. Well, remember that harm? Yeah, that was harmful harm. Um, okay, that happens. And uh, I, you know, that I, I have seen that kind of story get repeated. But, but what about the positive case? What about the useful things to, to keep doing that that aren't like official departments and stuff like that. I mean, is, or is that the second thing, right? Where in order to repeat a story, it has to be made in, into an official, um, durable portion of the organization that part of its job is to repeat its story. And in a way, that's what every team does. So somehow, though, in order for other people to be aware of making use of different teams and capabilities and stuff like that, somewhere it involves repeating someone else's story. And I wonder if that is where the there's a tension, a natural um, like friction or difficulty for that, because that means, well... What's your motivation for telling this story? Is it for personal gain? Is it for recognition? Is it like as a kind of personal gain or other trade, right? Is it intrinsic motivation that's driving you, extrinsic or some combination, what have you? And, you know, I mean, in some organizations, all kinds of things aren't very personal and it's, it's all just business. And then if you don't have some kind of extra spark or reason for people to repeat other people's stories um, because they believe in it or they're motivated in some way they feel personally connected that integrates with their professional existence and what have you, then, you know, then there's, there's less paths, less possibility for repeating other people's stories. Um, 
And I think that's, that has, to, has a lot to do with whatever the culture is of that place. The collective things of what behaviors are tolerated, what is celebrated, um, positive and negative. So, all right, that's what I have. Are we, are we remembering other people's stories and repeating them? And then I think when we have a group who, that does that, then I think we have some shared wisdom and, and ability to sort of benefit from other um, like past projects and stuff. Yeah, there you go. That's a, that's a, I mention it, even though it's not like a hyper-nourished, heavily researched idea, it's, this is a question I've been sitting with for a while. Like, and, and, and it comes up a lot when I, when I have had times in my career when I've worked at large organizations. And uh, that's, yeah, why aren't we remembering? Why? So there you go. Are we repeating the stories of other people? And also, <laughs> it probably means we should be repeating our individual ones too. Uh, some kind of com- healthy combination. But anyway, food for thought. That's a journal, right? It's reflection, exploring, sharing some things I've been thinking about. If you have thoughts or reactions to this, you can reach me via email where uh, I just think it's a good channel. I am, I am uh, rob at shieldsstenzinger.com. And yeah, just send me a thought. Maybe I'll reply back. I intend to. I'm not always super fast at that, but I do reply to almost everything. Unsolicited inquiries telling me I should do this or that with my blog. Eh, I don't, I don't bother with those. But people who listen to this or have a, you know, a reaction or thought, yeah, that's awesome. I'll get to it. Definitely. Email's a good connection. And social networks work too. So anyway, thanks for... for being here. Thank you very much for listening.